Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Movie Newbie Podcast. I'm your host, Jabril Sahemi, the newbie, and I'm joined by... Rafael Luca, actor, clown, thespian, and a pure cinephile. Oliver Mangum, writer, producer, and fellow film lover. So yeah, enjoy the show. Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome back to the Movie Newbie. I'm your host, Jabril Sahemi, and joined, as usual, I am with... Wait, did that that didn't sound right. <laughs> wow, that's a first. That yeah, is shit. a first. I, I messed it up. Wait, you know what? Let's <laughs> Yo, what's up, guys? And welcome back to the movie newbie. I'm your host, Tribunus Tammy, and I'm joined by, as usual. Fuck, did I said it again. <laughs> wow, what's going on? Are you are you malfunctioning? <laughs> I don't know. I've been feeling what? a little ill. Oh, um, that's I think why. it's like this hay fever this. thing. You got yeah, this, man. Okay. We support this. you. <clears throat> Yo, what's up, guys? And welcome back to the Movie Doobie. I'm your host, Javidus Hamey. And here I've got the boys, the guys, the there other hosts, Ollie and Raph. How would you guys say hello? There it Buongiorno. Is. Wow. <laughs> hey, stupido. Let me speak <laughs> first. Uh, you fucking guy. You fucking oh guy. God. Fede should be on this episode, really. Fede should, I should know, be on this right? episode. Yeah. What's going on? I think he's not feeling well, too. Oh, is there something going, the going on around your flat? I, I, I don't know. Are you guys kissing again? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we do. Butterfly. Weirdos. Like even especially. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're doing the movie. Uh, who, who chose this movie? This is the second installment of our I think this is summer meant theme. to be my film. Although, I don't know. All right. I, 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 I was thinking about this before. I don't know how... This ended up being like my pick for the movie newbie. I know it was it was. Ollie of all people, I know. I know. I I would would never usually pick a Pixar movie. I'd usually go for like the depressing Romanian film that just so (laughs) happened to have a bit of (laughs) like sun in it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Luca is like so bright. I think what happened was was like we. Maybe we're going to have a guest for this episode, and then we don't anymore, Mm. and then we just kind of stuck with the movie. What I think happened was that we all put together lists um, independently of films that we thought would be good for this theme. We put them in, we threw them onto our, our, our WhatsApp chat, and all kind of decided we, you know, some of these movies would be good, and then picked them as a unit, I suppose, and not everyone... And so people got movies that weren't necessarily at the top of their lists or something, or they weren't. You know, I don't. Yeah. Know, I don't know. But either way, you know, it's it's a glitch. It's a glitch in the matrix. Indeed. Also, um, good to have you back, Ollie, because you oh, weren't here you. last time. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, I say that with huge sarcasm, obviously. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Of course. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, I was, I'm really sorry I didn't get to make it to the last one. Uh, I heard um, it was a real barnstormer. Pro- probably yeah, the fun. best episode we've recorded yet. I think. Oh, I wonder what. <laughs> why that could be. Yeah. What changed like there's a between that episode and every other episode that we've done? <laughs> so this is just going to be more a bit of a downer. <laughs> yeah, more diversity. <laughs> Wait, so did did everyone have a decision that if there was going to be a one white guy, we cut? It was me. <laughs> yeah, you're like too white. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> that is- All right, so <laughs> shall we get to the movie? <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, do it. let's talk. Let's talk about this. Long well, we need to introduce it first. So, um, are, Go ahead, Ollie. are we going to do a little synopsis thing? Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's, it's always yeah. it's Ollie's movie, so it's Ollie's. Go for it. Speak your speak your truth about this film. Okay, so well, first I'll I'll introduce it before diving into my actual opinions on it. But yeah, we've gone with uh, Luca, which is a 2021 Pixar Animation Studios film. So I think. I wonder if this might actually be the most recent film we've ever done on this podcast. Um, it might be it's because this, this probably came out just over a year ago. Um, I certainly have we not saw... done it. Have we not done a twenty twenty two film on this podcast? No, no. God, we're so we're so old school. And we haven't done any twenty twenty one films either. I think really? this is the only like, yeah, recent film we've done. Wow, damn! I think no Book wonder. Smart was a pretty recent one. Well, I mean. That even that was like um 2018 like, like yeah like four or five yeah. years ago yeah uh, yeah so this is yeah this is this is a, a new movie for the newbies 
But um, <laughs> anyway, so dream. yes, it's a 2021 Pixar film directed by Enrico Casaroso, Casarosa, mm-hmm. which is a wonderful name. Um, it is set on the Italian Riviera, and it centers on Luca Pogoda, a young sea monster boy with the ability to assume human form while on land, who explore, explores the town of Portorosa with his new best friend, Alberto Scorpono experiencing a life-changing summer adventure <clears throat> and it features the voices of jacob tremblay jack dylan glazer maya rudolph jim gaffigan and also a small cameo by sasha baron cohen which i'd like to get into Indeed. later and um yeah yeah it's it's well there's an obvious reason why this has been picked for a summer film it takes place in summer but i also think it wonderfully evokes the summer feeling uh, not just in terms of the storyline but also just the way this looks because it's an animated film it is able to paint summer in a more vivid set of colors than what we you know what we can usually do when you're dealing with photorealistic films and um and yeah so i'd actually uh watched this for the first time only a few months ago um so actually the story was very present in my head when i sat sat down this week to rewatch it um but yeah uh, i really really enjoyed it the first time i saw it um, I've actually been down on Pixar films kind of recently. I think I may have brought this up when we spoke about Cars 2. I guess that was almost two years ago. No, Impossible. Not Impo- Cars not impossible. 2, sorry. It, no, um, the Incredibles. The inv- Incredibles, Incredibles. I always say Impossibles. <laughs> yeah. You always say The Impossibles. <laughs> the Impossibles. <laughs> I'll get you next time, Impossibles. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how bad I am with names. <laughs> um but yeah yeah no i i I hadn't been a fan of too many of the more recent pixar releases even soul a film i Mm -hmm. i quite liked i thought had something missing to i wasn't a big fan of toy story 4 i i I hadn't seen a lot of the more recent ones either um and luca felt to me like a bit of a return to form i think partly because and and that was only you know um confirmed when i rewatched it earlier this week I think what I love about this film is that it's it's quite simple. I think a lot of the more recent Pixar films, because a lot of them are sequels, are trying to go bigger and more conceptually ambitious, and they're going for more wham-bam, thank you, ma'am, and spectacle. What I liked about this is that it almost felt like a Miyazaki film to me, in that the storyline is quite, again, it's quite simple, it's quite low stakes, and yet it feels very um, true to life. And also... I, what I liked about this film was that a lot of the Pixar films in the past have been accused of being made more for adults or like the parents than they have been for the kids themselves. Well, I felt like this was a film that is made equally for parents and for children. I think you can enjoy it no matter what age you are. I think it's just, it's got that sort of broad appeal to it. I don't think it's necessarily uh, playing into something that you can only understand once you've had a certain amount of experience in life. Um, but yeah, I thought it was delightful this second round time round. I think it evokes those long childhood summers perfectly. It it plays upon interesting themes about homosocial relationships that I want to get into a little bit later. I think the animation is fantastic. I mean, have you ever wanted to go to Italy more than you have while watching this film? Mm. Probably not. The voice act because it well, I was about to pretend that Italy sucks. No, it doesn't. Italy's awesome. <laughs> um, and the voice acting's great. So yeah, I think this is just a real return to form for Pixar. Um, I do have some issues with um some of the themes that it chooses to explore, which I feel like have been retread and have been like dealt a lot in previous Pixar films. And I felt like I have some issues with the ending, but overall I still think it's a beautiful film. So I wanna hear what you guys think. Um, Raph, how about you hit us first? Oh, damn it! Um, <laughs> I'm not ready. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna veer in the other direction. Um, although it does evoke a lot of fun, um, it is beautifully animated. It is a very simple story that has a broad appeal, um, and it does make you just want to swim in these waters. The water is gorgeous. Uh, the sun is bright. It's beautiful. It It is an easy, relaxed film. But as Pixar goes, I don't think it's the most creative of their ventures. I don't think it's the most profound. I think it's almost too simple. Um, it's, 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 it's a story that doesn't yet need to go any further. But I like more depth. And I like, that's the, for me, that's where... Ch- 
Pixar changes the game with their animation is when they go deep, when you don't realize how deep, you know, the well goes when you go into a Pixar movie. And I feel like they're pumping out so many films lately that they're losing track of, of how good um, their animation can be. Um, not animation in terms of, of aesthetic, but animation in terms of, of narrative, in terms of story. I feel like in the past couple of years, there's been a mediocre Pixar film, and then there's been a really good Pixar film, and then a kind of mediocre, like a, a Pixar that sh- fills in the gap when they have nothing until the next big one comes. And I feel like, for me at least, Luca was that gap. Uh, I feel like Soul... Uh, on on the opposite opposite opinion uh, from you, Ollie. Yeah. Soul for me was that was that had depth. That was grounded. That was um, be- beautiful and and heartfelt. And there was something deep. There was something meaningful. Um, and then Luca comes out in 2021, and it's a bit more simplistic. It's a bit more you know, it's a fish out of fish out of water story. Quite it's literally. very easy to digest quite literally um and there isn't more there isn't more to it um and then turning red uh, came out in 2022 and i feel like that yet again takes a more uh, a deeper approach to to its themes um so i think they've been like and and before soul was yeah 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 um and before that was before soul was onward which again was a very kind of placid uh, film in terms of pixar what middle of the road so luca comes comes at that for me it's it's enjoyable you know i had a sweet it was sweet it was endearing it was charming all of it but it didn't give me any more than that i was you know i finished the film and i was like all right like that was that was fun there wasn't you know there wasn't like a lot to chew on uh which pixar can deliver with that we know they can um it didn't make me like i want to feel you know, I come to watch Pixar to feel, and that didn't really make me feel. It just made me like smile a little bit, gush, and then that was it. Gabriel, what's what's about you? Um, yeah, so I have similar opinions to you, Raph. Um, like I'm a huge Pixar fan, and I do love Pixar movies, but I do agree that like uh, Pixar kind of lost its. I don't know. Maybe it was you, Ollie, that said that, and you said that Luca was one of the. It was like a good resurgence, or like for me, it felt like um, it was the first Pixar film that I felt was fully successful. Um, Yeah, since maybe Inside Out, perhaps. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. See, that's that's something that I thought as well, Um, but I I wouldn't be able to tell you because I haven't seen Soul, I haven't seen Onwards, I haven't seen Turning Red, I haven't seen. I think I've seen Toy Story 4. I can't remember. But um, I, I, I agree that that there's been a kind of like a stale a staleness to Pixar movies. Stagnancy. Yeah, like some, yeah it's a bit stagnant. And it's kind of like maybe they should do like a one release a year kind of thing. But um, mm. yeah, I, I think that's what like, they are doing now. I think I think are they? But there's uh, there's Lightyear coming out this year, so there's it's still on a two. Yeah, movie I, I think they cycle. are now. Well, we got more t- than one a year. Tours- oh, there are more than one a year yeah. now. Okay, shit. Yeah, which is a shame because um, I mean I think like not to in- interrupt you, Jabril, but their heroes at Pixar when they first started out were Studio Ghibli, Miyazaki films, hmm. and I mean that was a mm-hmm. studio that made sure only to ever come out with a film every few years because they wanted to put so much love and attention into it. And now they've become more of a factory, it seems. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, go on. Well, 100%. there's also, like, the fact that it was hand-drawn, right? Miyazaki. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Not Miyazaki, Studio Ghibli. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but what I did, there's a lot about this movie that I did like, you know? Like, for me, it was an easy watch, but what I liked about it is, like, the whole Italianness to it. Like <laughs> I, I live with an Italian. I like have many friends who are Italian and they really got the, the mannerisms correct. You know, like the hand gestures, the way they said things. I, I do have an issue with like the accents that they used a little bit. Like I didn't really um, enjoy the accents. I thought they were a bit like they, I didn't think they were great. Um, but yeah, I love the animation. Like, I thought the water looked amazing. Like, I was going to say, Raph, like, if you didn't talk about the water, like you talked about the hair and Monster Zinc, I would be pretty angry. <laughs> and it made you really want to, like, jump into the water, you know? Like, sure it did. looked beautiful. Like, yeah. 
there were there was one shot where um uh alberto and luca are like coming out of the water i think in the evening or something and like just the way it looks it looked like they animate like they just place someone in a real like like a real setting you know like somebody mm. went to a real place and took a video and like animated them coming out of the water it looked that realistic mm. so yeah i i um i enjoyed the movie but it just seemed like they've done this before surface level like, yeah yeah like it was just a very kind of remind me of like lilo and stitch in a way <laughs> you know like the tropical elements um like trying to figure out like coming to terms with who you are mm. um friendship you know like um similar story with like uh like uh dealing with um different family structures um you know so I liked it and it's cool to like introduce it to a new crowd, like a new like audience of children. You know, this is a pandemic movie, I believe. So like for all the pandemic kids out there, like this is a good introduction. <laughs> to all our pandemic kids out there. I feel like there. they would love. <laughs> yeah, to all the pandemic, pandemic kids. kids. What right? I mean, pandemic kids. kids are a thing. Uh. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Where you at, kids? Let me get an AO uh, from all our pandemic I mean, like, think kids about it. out there. <laughs> Let me get a COVID jab. Let me get a vaccination. Yo, shout out um, to all my pandemic yeah. kids. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> you guys want to do one more pandemic kids? <laughs> no, I think I think we're good. <laughs> Shit, yeah, no, I forgot now. <laughs> I said a boom, 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 pandemic kids. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, I think yeah. I was saying it was a good introduction for like the new kids, you know, but I feel like they should watch the older stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially if they want to see um, Pixar's, I think more, not more grounded work, but but Pixar's best age. work. Yeah, the golden age of Pixar yeah. is definitely, um, and I think because it turned into a machine, it's 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 pumping out so much that it's losing its quality because it's going for quantity. Um, mm. But it, but you it's know, like it, it's giving opportunities to the guys that were like a little bit lower within yeah. like the previous movies. Like for example, this director was is his first feature yeah. Pixar mm. movie. <laughs> And he's a, I, I believe yeah, he's he's of giving... Italian descent as well. So this felt like a really mm -hmm. fitting love le love letter to his to his heritage. And it's his uh, Luca. Um, it's it's inspiration come from comes from his his childhood in Genoa, mm. um, where he takes a lot of influence. That's why like uh, it's kind of deep seated in Italian culture and environment. Um, also has the works of or like he pays homage to um, Federico Fellini. Uh, mm -hmm. big italian director um from you know the 60s and 70s um so there is recognition to that and there is a lot of influence from miyazaki as well um in its in its colors and its palette and its drawings um so there is a lot to it and i feel like this director came from the animation department um yeah. previously if i'm not mistaken he um, did two so movies already i think like ratatouille was one of them and, and then he made a for animation I think he made the the short film la luna which won best animated yes, shorts la luna. which i i, right. I want to i can't remember which of the pixar shorts that was i think it was um uh i want to say it was one with moons or something like that but anyway just to bring it back to to this particular film luca so raf you mentioned that you feel like this is all surface level that there wasn't a lot of substance to this compared to a movie like soul and like mm. i i can see what you mean because you know on, on on paper perhaps it's not as deep because soul is literally trying to confront the, the questions about the existence of a soul and what the purpose of life is but the yeah, thing is essential just because a movie isn't but like a thing like with soul my issue with that and i'm not i, I don't want to just necessarily crap on other movies i want to talk about why i like this movie but it's just that I felt like it tried to do what they did successfully with Inside Out, which was it tried to probe even deeper and deeper into the more complex questions of life to the point where it put those in, those intellectual questions above mo making a movie that to me, a story that made sense for one thing, like I didn't, I couldn't really understand the rules of the world of soul and, mm. um, and give me characters that I found were like compelling or that I cared about. Whereas I feel like with a movie like Luca, um, because 
I I think because again the motives for the characters were quite simple and easy to understand, and it just put more attention on their relationship, the relationship between the two lead boys and then, and then the girl. I ended up finding more to pull out of it from a thema- from a thematic sense as a result. Um, and which in this case for me, it's about homosocial relationships, about childhood friendships, and how they're never going to be built to last because outside influences come in that inevitably will break them apart. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah. I, so I just curious to hear your th- thoughts on that. Yeah, I, look, it, it draws on some like really nice yet simple themes of 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 what you just kind of highlighted um but it doesn't dare to to go further see it plays it safe and like i'm fine with that that's very easy to digest if if this is a movie on a sunday night yeah i'll pop it on just to like literally unwind and not think about it more but with inside out you are you're probed you are called to action almost you are you are made to mm. to 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 be not just a passive viewer but an engaged viewer um, and i feel like pixar does that both with adults and uh younger audiences to really question life essentially or or what it means to be alive and what it and that's what pixar does so well like that for for most of their films even with toy story you literally questioning your own toys and you're questioning growing up childhood toy, all that toy, shit. toy story um, i'd say is closer to this than it is to soul for example for inside out because toy story is on the surface it's just a story about with a simple concept toys coming to life but because it's done course. so well it becomes a meditation on the idea of of I of, you know, of many different no well getting older or the idea of what getting it is older. to be loved or yeah. to be needed and what happens yeah. when you don't have that anymore, whereas I felt this was a story about you know sea monsters that go above ground and turn into humans and pretend to be humans like it's a it's quite a high concept story if you think about it but then it becomes to me again once again about growing older about experiencing a different kind of life about taking a step away from your family as well and it does it in a very predictable manner that i already know where it's going 10 steps ahead like mm. i know that suddenly there's going to be a a conflict in their relationship because the girl is in between it i know that um you know there there are certain plot lines um that and that's fine like you're not maybe you know you're not sitting to be like oh my god where is it going shit am i going to be able to understand but like it's it's a predictable story it's a play it safe predictable by the book story and that is okay pixar can release these films every now and then you don't have to be suffused with like you know depth and existentialism and you know because some every now and then you just want a movie to be able to eat like a piece of cake Mm, very nice um, and just to watch and be gulled over. Um, but I'm not in for that. I like a movie that makes me lean forward, not lean back. Yeah. Well, I feel like with with this movie, right? <laughs> I don't buy that at all from Addict. I don't buy that all from Raph, sorry. The idea that you can't, really? you can't stand cake. You don't, in the, yeah. every movie experience you have, you want it to be a challenging thing that makes you question exactly. the nature of death and I call, well, sorry, yeah, Raph, I you're, think for, you're a very intellectual viewer, but I don't think you ever like, you just said some, you would love to sit down on a Sunday evening, and watch this and kick back. But then just now you said you don't like films, which don't ask you to lean forward. Like, I well, just, you know, I, don't, I, mean, like, I don't buy it's, that. It's that, it's the thing of, it's a thing of like, if I'm going to be on a, yeah, if I'm going to be on a podcast talking about a movie, yeah, that's what, that, those are my opinions about a film like this. And those are the films that I would watch uh, on a Sunday evening to kick back. But if I'm invited to a podcast to review a film, I want a movie that's going to be, yeah, going to give me more to talk about and to lean forward and to have a review and, an, and some form of analysis. I don't think Luca has that. Luca, I will literally give you like a thumbs up and be like, yeah, that was fun. That's it. Because it literally, I, I it literally just flew over, and it was like a very enjoyable plane that yeah. flew over my head. I was like, "Ooh!" I waved, I waved, it waved back, and I was like, "Yay!" Yeah. But that's it. That's that's kind of like the that Christmas movie. What's that Christmas movie that I just didn't resonate with? The old ass one. Oh, um, it's a wonderful life. It's that a wonderful one. life. Yeah, it was. That's pretty much my opinion on that movie. Like what you put it perfectly. Actually. I don't know. It was just like but, it's. Sorry, go ahead. <clears throat> Yeah, no, I just wanted to get the ball rolling back on the conversation um, because I feel like with this movie, um, it was meant to be 
chill and light like we just come out of a pandemic you know it was supposed to be the movie that was like hey the summer is here you know this is the first summer that we get to go out and experience it so like i do understand it, its purpose of, yes. of when it came out, why it was made. It was it's well, it's it would have been made years you know? before the pandemic, yeah. though. To be fair, it's not like that could have okay, been okay. Maybe attention. years before the pandemic, but like, um, it was a good timing of its release. There was a message yeah. behind that release, and there was a reason why it was put out. Like I don't necessarily hate this movie, but I don't necessarily like this movie either. You know, like it's well, not like the 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 best movie I've ever seen and it's not the worst but I want to talk about the positives like the um the use of music and animation to cause uh to to show like some really deep emotions within the characters characters like children that they don't even know how to explain you know so you see these like amazing little intricate movements that they do and just the way that like they look at each other and like hold each other from the side you know like alberto and um uh, luca, luca do it yeah do it all the time and even yeah. with uh Ju- julia is it julia mm-hmm. yeah uh like the way she interacts and like the way she walks and just how the characters are animated i thought it was done very well like the physicality and- the physicality was done it was really well it was really nice and yeah like i said initially like the mannerisms of each character was pretty spot on and you could just picture these like as if they really existed um yeah and i and i and i like the whole um just aspect of italian culture that they use like the old ladies walking and the people in the 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 shops like shouting at each other as you walk by it really felt like a lived-in city and i think that's something that pixar really does well you know the settings that they create always seem it's not realistic but like how do i explain it there's a sense of like uh natural naturality uh naturalism I don't, naturalism? naturalism yeah, yeah. Nat, there's a sense of naturalism you know like when you look at the universe like um the monsters inc universe or when you look at um the universe from cars right mm-hmm. they're not necessarily real but they look real it's 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 hard to explain mm. um i don't know what what i'm trying to like i don't know how to to say it but mm. um, i hope you guys can feel it yeah resonate with what i'm trying to yeah, say yeah, yeah. I think um yeah i mean go on go on no 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 it's all right no here's an opportunity for you to say (laughs) something nice raf i want you to say something nice i will i okay 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 no 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 look 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 i'm not i'm just saying it wasn't it you know i'm not entirely Mm -hmm. shitting on this movie i i did have a good time with this film (laughs) i didn't shit on this movie stupido um no no i i had a good time it was it was exactly um what i you know i i i saw the poster and i thought this is i know what this is going to give me and it gave me it it was positive it was light it was i think it's celebrate it's celebration on friendship uh it, it, it's touch on nostalgia it, it's the the summer of our youths you know like all these feelings are great and i think it's necessary especially for it to come out in 2021 when we're having a miserable year amazing look at this i think it was the most viewed or streamed movie as well mm-hmm. um that year um and that's you know for a reason because people were probably like in the dark at that point. So this brought a lot of joy and light. So it's mm-hmm. a necessary film. We need films like this to suffuse a bit of happiness in our lives. So this film is important for those reasons alone. Yeah. Um, so I you know I cherish this movie because of it. I I like this movie because of of those feelings that it can evoke. Uh, we need m- movies like that um, during dark times, and we are still mm-hmm. living in in pretty dark times. So you know Pixar uh, is there to provide that. So Luca does that very very well, and the voice acting is stellar. I think Jacob Tremblay is is fantastic, and you know he's he's just a great. He's a great child actor who's gonna, you know, have have have, uh, have an excellent career, I'm sure. And Jake uh, Dylan Grazer, he's great as well. I love them in Shazam. Uh, Maya Rudolph is back, and you know, there's a great cast of voice actors of relative unknowns to to to, to A-listers. Um, so this film, this film works. It does. It is definitely it definitely hits the right notes. I just for me as a Pixar film, it, yeah, it, it didn't, you know. 
I, I wasn't, you know, yeah, no, no, I understand. It. It which is fine. Move, it didn't move you ultimately at the end of the day, which is it didn't move what most people come to Pixar films to to, to feel. And I think exactly. that's the thing is, it just I don't know how to explain it. It just moved me more than because I like I cried during Soul, but what annoyed me about it a little bit was that I felt like they really wanted me to cry. Whereas <laughs> I cried during this film. Cry. It, exactly, it does. Like I feel like sometimes it can be a little bit manipulative. It's like if we play the right music against the right sort of yeah. images that remind you of playing with your dad, you're gonna fucking cry. You can't like it's gonna happen and you can't fight <laughs> it's gonna it. Happen. And then it happens yeah. and you're like, man, like that they got me. Damn it. I hate you. Fuckers. Um, <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> it's like watching the end of Titanic. It's like sometimes you can't you can't help yourself. But with this film, I yeah. just I did cry there at the end when there's that train sequence when he's leaving sure, behind because yeah, I actually uh, what I loved about this movie was that at, from the beginning to the end I cared about the relationship between these two young boys. It reminded me of getting my first friend that I became inseparable from as a young child, particularly an older kid who probably has mm. a bit more experience and takes you under their wing and who you just idolize as well and you couldn't imagine mm. ever leaving behind and then alas, you know, summer ends and you have to leave them. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and that's what I think moved me in a way that felt so much more natural and complete than I have had, uh, than I have felt in a long time with Pixar films. Um, mm -hmm. but you know, I, d I didn't, I didn't, you know, let's not, let's, you know, let's be clear. I didn't think that the film was without any flaws or without any issues. Um, I mean, I was coming, I was prepared to actually, you know, present a few issues I had with the story here, but then mm. I perhaps unnecessarily went too far in the other direction, feeling like I needed to defend <laughs> it just because Raph wasn't in love with it. Um, <laughs> but I will say one, just to get it in quickly before we do move on. Yeah, I feel one thing I will agree with you, if you do feel this way, that is, is that I felt like the storyline of the parents who yeah. are afraid to let Luca go anywhere close to the surface of the water and then have to try and hunt him down. I felt like that was something like Pixar has done so many times at this point and perhaps and even better in other films. Like that's basically the whole thrust of Finding Nemo. And mm, yeah. let's be honest, they do it better in that film. It felt a little bit um, stale in this film. So yeah. I, uh, that was one of my issues. And I also felt like the the ending of the film, at least when it came to um, the sea monsters being revealed or the, the kids being discovered as sea monsters by the rest of the mm. town. I felt like that was just resolved way too easily. Like, I think yeah. knowing what we know about the world we live in, I don't think there's, <laughs> it's realistic <laughs> that any humans would just be like, oh, you're actually like monsters from beneath the sea. Okay, cool, sure, we'll integrate you into our society and live peacefully alongside yeah. one another. We can't even get along yeah. with people from like the other side of the ocean, let alone a different species, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think that was a bit pat. Definitely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Like it, it almost made you question did they need to be monsters? That's a good question, actually. I hadn't thought about that. Um, no. I think like it works whole, as a metaphor yeah, for the Like the whole concept yeah. experience. <laughs> sure, sure. But because it was so like tightly knitly wrapped, I was like, oh, okay. Great. They're, <laughs> they were monsters and now they're integrated to society just like yeah. that. And it just felt like, oh, did we give a fuck? Um, <laughs> so, and yeah, and the whole parents well, I liked, thing as well. I, li I like to think that it was something about like, you know, the power was in them all along. Hmm. You know, it wasn't like something like given to them and taken away. You know, it's not like a little mermaid story. It's like... You know, it actually doesn't matter. Everyone can be friends. Because they, they made it out like this town was like, they were going to, yeah, you know, this did, town is yeah, like, like, actually, you know what? Killer fishes. And then they throw yeah, the they, 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 yeah. yeah, apparently they, yeah. Were, they had been like waging this centuries long battle against disasters. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, literally, Poseidon is their god. Yeah, exactly. And even the dad with one arm is like, he's supposed to be like the main hunter or like yeah, the main right. guy. And he just drops it like a fly. I'll say this one thing that, that I love, you know, I loved about the character of the one armed dad was that what? if this were any other movie, he's introduced, he's missing an arm. He's like a sea hunt, seafarer. He's this big badass mm. dude. I love that uh, he has that joke where he, make, he makes about like how he's like, how do you think I lost this arm? And then he's yeah. all terrified. He's like, no, I'm just kidding. I was born like this. And that's, actually, <laughs> yeah. that's actually like representation right there for yeah, for yeah, it is. for yeah. for for people who are not born with all of their limbs intact, or you know. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But I thought that was a really sweet 
um subversion so of expectations yeah absolutely absolutely all right well let's get to the the question the questions yes. questions <laughs> all right favorite scene <laughs> is, it, is it favorite scene I, th- I saw ollie shaking his head oh it is performance then <laughs> no 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 it's i didn't shake my head okay great okay well, then we're oh, okay good. Oh, no no okay. you have it you have it completely right it's favorite scene okay, okay, okay great because okay, yesterday <laughs> yesterday we went the other order and we're, we just like saw the earth shake because yeah. of yeah. your raging temper for <laughs> for not following this list um <laughs> favorite scene i you go first i need to think about it all right um i'm gonna go with uh the when um the step the step no the uncle shows up from down deep in the water yes and he's just like a crazy person (laughs) like it was kind of like the chef from wet hot american summer yeah Um, (laughs) and yeah i found i found that really funny and just kind of reminds me of like when like i was a kid and my mom would be like yeah i'd send you back to singapore or something like that and you have to go to like local school and and, like do all that kind of stuff (laughs) so i was like oh shit shit okay better behave um yeah, and I just like that, and I love Jim Gaffigan. He's one of my favorite comedians, um, and yeah, just that whole scene was. I, but that was nice I love that that, that character of the. That's such a clever, um, like sort of threat for the main character of Luca. That because he's yeah. the, he's the um, he's like one of those fish from like thousands of feet meters under the sea. Yeah, what are they called? I don't know what they're called, but they. It's 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 the kid like even the kid from uh fucking recess theory talks about them with the lights and stuff yeah it's the fit with the light oh i have no idea but like the idea that he would have to go down and live at the bottom of the sea with his creepy weird uncle angler and he's fish. Just, yeah oh yeah that's it and it, and he's just describing like live, swimming in complete darkness and having nothing but like plankton <laughs> to eat. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, whale, it's really whale great. carcass, yeah. whale carcass, yeah, exactly. Whale it is like carcass. the most horrifying yeah. prospect for this small child. Um, yeah, and yeah. that's uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. indeed. Uh, you guys, do you want me to go ahead, Raf, while you're still thinking? Or no, I have it. I have it. Um, I. It's the moment when they first set out to go to town. Um, it's it's kind of that swim from the um, that tower that they were like kind of living in to jumping in the water and and kind of dolphing their way into into town. It was such a freeing moment. Um, they both were freed from responsibility from their parents. They were detaching themselves. They were they were free. And I was like, man, I remember that feeling. I remember that feeling, and then it got out, and then I don't have that feeling anymore. And now I'm in a prison. <laughs> I'm in a prison called and London, to... and there's no sun. <laughs> there's no beach. <laughs> ah! Oh, didn't this movie make you want to never wear shoes again as well? Yes. Like just watching them run around yes. on bicycles the entire time. I was like, oh, yeah. dude, fuck, man. We need to live in the Italian Riviera is all I know. That's yeah. the, that's the answer. Yeah, I think I mentioned this before, but the the parting shot of the train at the end that would probably yeah. be my favorite scene, just because I think <clears> it <throat> does. I've watched it twice and it's gotten me tearing up both times. And um, mm. just I love the framing of it, the way that he hangs his head out of the window to watch his friend could say to what you know to have his last look at the sky before he leaves to go off to school, and then the darkness of the tunnel just um, like covers him so you can no longer see his face anymore and then when he comes out the other end he's gone his friend is gone i just thought it was mm. such powerful visual storytelling and another thing that did remind me of like the best of miyazaki films for instance which i think yeah. what i love about miyazaki films is that they make it's even though they're made by adults it feels like an adult who remembers what it's like to actually be a small person to be a child yeah and to be a child um, absolutely yeah um all right so favorite performance Jabriel. Yeah, so uh, I guess it ties in with my with my favorite scene, but Sasha Baron Cohen, I guess. Yeah, because it was it was a pretty good performance, really funny and really sold it. Yeah, really, really sold the character. <laughs> yeah, and he's in it only for like what two scenes that the end and the right in the middle, and yeah, yet yeah. he steals both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, very nicely done by Sasha. Um, 
I'm going to have to go with Jacob Tremblay. I really like mm. him. I, I love his voice uh, and what he can do with it. He's a very talented actor. Um, he's also from Vancouver, represent. Um, and yeah, I, I, you know, it's his film. It's it's his title. I, I feel like he carries it really well. Um, and yeah, he, he kind of uh, helped really color the, the sense of, uh, of being a child, of being a child that's free from... Or that that child that's living his best summer life. Yeah, go Jacob. His a uh, hot girl summer. His hot girl summer. Boom. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> Italian Riviera. Yes, Porto Rosso. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, Queen. <laughs> let's let's drive that Vespa. Water summer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you think this is like spring break for them? Like going to Cancun is like going above the surface? No, no. Where do they go? They go to Sardinia. Sardinia. Sardinia, Sardinia. is like the spring break. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, for me, I was going to... Ooh. Oh, hmm. I'm going to go with uh, Jack mm. Dylan Grazer yeah. as Alberto. He's great. Um, mm. I just really... I really like that actor in general. Um, yeah. He's been great a lot. He was really good in the It movies. He was really good in as Shazam. Was the movie. Shazam. He's really funny in that film. He was also in this TV series, this mini series that I don't know if many people have watched. Those made by Luca Guadagnino, the guy who directed Call Me By Your Name. It was called We Are Who We Are. Oh, yeah. It's also set in Italy, and he plays a teenager in it. But it's um, it's a really good show. And yeah, I just thought I loved his the braggadocio with which he carried himself at the beginning when he thinks he's like an expert on everything just because his dad told him um and then you find out he doesn't know a lot and he's actually like an abandoned child um yeah okay cool so what is aged the best now sorry this is a film that is about one year old so yeah um, yeah this these next two questions um, are gonna be i don't happy. know <laughs> yeah i don't know if this up is applicable I don't know. Yeah, do we skip them? <laughs> well, I, 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 I have one for the thing. next one. <laughs> I have one for what's aged the worst, but not best because I mean, no, that's fair enough. Well, if, if neither of you have an answer for aged the best, I'll just throw something in there. Um, yeah, uh, someone's got to speak up for this movie. God, <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know what to say. It's a new go movie. On, that's man. right. Um, well, I was going to go with the Italian setting, but I'll go with um, the music. Uh, just because I haven't had a chance to talk about it too much. I think Dan Romer did the score for this, and he's, like, quickly yeah. becoming my probably yeah, my top Dan three Romer. favorite film and television composers. Um, mm. He did um, the score. Yes, Station Eleven, fantastic. He does the, the music for Rami, the TV show, which I love, and he did... Um, he did. Yeah, no, Dan Romer. Uh, he's the guy from YouTube. From YouTube. Why does he have lots of YouTube? Like, he started... Like, he was really famous from youtube right it looks like him the plump pump plump a loose pump a loose or maybe it's not him well anyway i was gonna say he he did the music for that film um beast mm. of the southern world which i know yeah. is one of raf's favorites that's a great score as well he has a yeah he has very similar scores um with station 11 and beast of, of no southern wild um Two beautiful films. I mean, two beautiful pieces as well. Two beautiful pieces of music. Um, I can throw one in the mix. I'll say the uh, the aesthetic for the animation. It's something that we haven't quite seen before uh, with Pixar, um, blending the Miyazaki style into a, a three-dimensional world, um, digital world. So I really enjoyed that. It really... Uh, it really made me feel for for summer. It it made me wet for the water and made me hot for the sun. <laughs> <laughs> wet for the water. <laughs> it's vivid. That is a vivid. Hey, look. Vivid image. Don't listen to this podcast if you don't want vivid images. And that's what I'll say to that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, all right, Jabril, you mentioned you had something for what's aged the worst. Uh, why don't you, you go first there? Yeah, so I just think the accents were a little lame. Like, I didn't like I, it, felt like as the movie went on, they were like, Yeah, fuck the accents, you know, we're just gonna stick to our American accents. And, um, I don't know, I didn't really like it. And the fact that none of the cast 
like or at least like most of the cast didn't even have italian backgrounds i thought that was like a bit weird i mean now it's 2021 2022 so um maybe you should go like you should try and find someone with an italian background i don't know if that is a big thing maybe i'm nitpicking uh but like the director's from there so yeah yeah i mean i get that but i also like support the fact that like actors are actors right so we if it's in the same yeah. race or same ethnicity like an american can play an italian yeah. an italian can play an american um if it's a caucasian playing a caucasian just that's fine um i yeah yeah I'd, i mean if it's if it's yeah, done well it's done. and i don't think it was done yeah, well yeah. Like, I think across the board, the Italian accents in this movie were just pretty lazy. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a tricky one because I think you have to commit one way or the other, don't you? Um, you either yeah. cast Italians and have them speak English in a proper Italian accent, or you just kind mm-hmm. of do this thing where you admit that we're an American team making an American film and you just have Americans for some reason. Um, and then they sort of went with both. They had people speaking Italian mm-hmm. accents and people speaking in mm-hmm. American accents. But yeah, just do a. Um, sorry, Raph, go ahead. No, yeah, just do a blind casting. Um, who cares where you're from if you fit the role? If you're good for the part, then then you're cast. Um, but um, I will throw. What can I throw in? What's aged the worst? Even though it's been one year, I feel like it will be less remembered as a pix in the Pixar canon because of the fact that there is, yeah, it, it plays it safe. And I rewatch Pixar movies that don't tend to play it safe. That has something more with, with the subject matter they play with. Um, so I feel like there, that's what true, what will age the worst. Yeah. Fair enough. I would, um, I would, yeah, I was, I was going to say maybe the ending perhaps, I feel like it was mm. a bit. It, it, it did resolve the story too neatly for me. Um, mm. um, also, I feel like I felt really bad for the uh, how you say the um, the slightly rounder kid. You know the two little sidekicks to the villain. Oh yeah, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had the one uh, chubbier kid, and he was getting bullied so hard by this adult. It felt like like, yeah. like yeah. child abuse basically. <laughs> Um, like straight up child abuse I mean, at they, the end i know and they kind of single out the chubbier kid and as a former chubby kid i'm like hey that's my people right <laughs> you can't disrespect don't way. you do it you don't fuck around that's funny yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah all right. all right cool mystery question okay so would you guys rather be a sea monster or an air monster. Fuck. Like <laughs> basically like what I'm saying is, yeah, would you rather be able to fly and live in the sky or uh, okay. swim underwater and be able to breathe underwater? <laughs> kind of like these. Ooh. You can tell this is really um, carefully thought. Yeah, impression. this is yeah. huge. I didn't just come up with it about five minutes before <laughs> recording. Yeah, I would, I would go with a creature of the sky, kind of like the eagles from Lord mm. of the Rings. You know, like live up on like somewhere tall like a like a like a huge spire mm. or like a mountain mm. and then like yeah like the eagles from lord of the rings i'd be one of those dudes Damn. creature <laughs> of the sky habibi yeah it's a tough one actually because i admire both i i i can i have both <laughs> just give me both give me both Holly. Mm, no. um <laughs> yeah you could be like a flying platypus why yeah exactly yeah. why can't i be or a fly fish or whatever um <laughs> I'll go for I'll go for I'll, I'll go for water because you know there's so much depth there's so much to yet to unearth that's down there and it's creepy and I'm like hmm, what's down there my sense of curiosity would would send me there but also like you know can I also you know go into the earth can I like am I do I have a breathing apparatus that can allow me to uh... yeah yeah so you're like you're basically I suppose you'd basically be like Luke and Alberto great then I don't mind that I love to swim so boom yeah i'm gonna go with that too i think that i've i've always wanted to be able to fly but this film convinced me that i'd love to be able to just sort of like you know sort of um uh seamlessly go between water mm. and land yeah Dope. all right cool nice ratings um jabril 
<laughs> Alrighty, I will go and give this a um a six little like derpy fish, <laughs> like the little like little herd, sheep fish, like the fish that he herds. Yeah, the little sheep fish. I don't know. They were so funny, especially the one that was trying to get away. It was like <laughs> he pulled him back. Um, yeah, out of ten. So those nice, fish out of ten. Nice. Yeah, six out of ten. I shall give it six point. Ah, fuck it. Let's give it a seven. Six. No, seven. <laughs> Whoa, I'm dueling with myself right now. This is weird. Um, <laughs> Duel of the Fates is playing in my head as well. <laughs> um, seven, seven point zero. Um, Vespers out of ten. Red Vespers out of ten. Nice. 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 And I'm going to give it. This is perfect. We're going to have like a. Ding, ding, ding. I'm going to give it 8 out of 10 <laughs> Portarosa cups. We're going to have a ding, ding, Six, ding. seven, eight. <laughs> yeah. Nice little one by one. Strength to strength. Oh, that's lovely. All right, cool. Well, <laughs> that's look at us being done with this film. Well, that's all, folks. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that I'm pause so, was like, for Jabril to come in and start telling the audience what to my do. bad yeah, yeah yeah my bad no, jabril is jabril is my like bad slowly i'm like right out so of it sorry, today folks. um <laughs> it's all good it's all good uh yeah i don't think we have anything to plug i don't think we have anything coming up soon except our last two episodes of this season Damn. so if it's a season i don't know we're gonna try and do that in the future but uh yeah thank you for listening don't forget to like share subscribe comment give us those five stars on spotify on apple and everywhere else that you can review us on i don't know where you can do that but do it and yeah <laughs> catch you next time ciao ciao for now my people ciao bellos y bellas